0: Blog Talk Radio. We're...
1: Your boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is your boy, Jim, and We got Eric. Yo.
2: And you already know what it is. This is the Last Second Shot Tournament Preview Show. This is our third one. Third one. Third annual Last Second Shot Preview Show, and um, it's a good one. It's it's, it's a good one. I think this tournament show is the it's a less it, it's the one where you, there's no favorites, uh, maybe except Class C, but there's no favorites um, in any particular class, and it, it should make for an interesting show. Um, so our guests for today, uh, we're gonna have Jay and uh from uh, the Midland Chargers, we're also going to have uh, Janae Terry of Wayne Memorial, um, a highly sought-after recruit. I'm in there, of course. Just like every every uh, episode, you got Darren and you got Eric.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah. And you know, every year we bring you the fire fire guests on the on the last show for the season. So, you know, it's, it's, it's no different this time.
2: Sorry, yes, sorry. sir. And, and, you know, it, we took a different approach with the show this year. Uh, not as many episodes and no guests, uh, which makes for great content. Um, <laughs> very great content, actually. So, you know, it, it'll be fun. Uh,. <laughs> Um, we'll we'll take it we'll take it nonetheless oh yeah so Eric Eric, what have you been up to man what's what's happening over in Eric
3: um you know usual you know coaching and you know work and other stuff
2: oh getting ready for the wedding right
3: man don't even play around like that <laughs> you know that you know that M word ain't even in my vocabulary right now, man. What?
2: Eric's really feeling away because he don't want to get no angry text messages out there to show.
1: But
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> here you go.
2: <laughs> um, so you know, it, 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 it's coming down to the wire uh, as far as you know uh, the high school season. Um, man, you for you to be so young, you you've been a part of a, quite a few uh, playoff runs in the MHSAA.
3: Yeah, yeah, this is gonna be the 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 six one, you know,
2: the, the six playoff run. Uh, and you all and each coaching staff that you've been a part of has been outside of districts, right?
1: Yes, yes.
2: Obviously, you know, for the people who don't know, Eric was a part of the the Southville Lathrop Senior High School uh, coaching staff. Uh, And then, um, you know, upon the ending of of our school, um, switched over to uh, the Wayne Memorial um, High School as an assistant as well. Uh, And, uh, you know, programs, uh, Wayne Memorial, you know, I I can't say they're in the middle of a rebuild but uh they you know they rebuilt uh, completely and then uh Southfield Lake they, of course had that strong history um since before me and Eric was born um as far as girls basketball so uh tell us what what are coaches feeling um at at this point what what do you think they are uh looking to tighten up or do you change anything?
3: Um,
2: what are coaches looking at going into the tournament?
3: Well, first, before I get into that, you know, we bring up the two programs. Shout out to uh, Coach Michelle Marshall and shout out to Jarvis Mitchell. First of all, I'm very spoiled to be coming up under uh, two of the best, if not the two best. Um, so let me get it out of the way first and get Um, But at this time of year, really, um, coaches are you know, it's kind of looking to tighten up the continuity more than anything, um, from my experiences, you know, going through the term because you know, being as spoiled as I am, I've been a part of like great teams, so, you know, the districts were like um not to say, you know, a wash, but like, you know, fairly easy. So as a um so in essence we're just, you know, tightening up uh continuity and um different sets and if we put in new sets we're gonna you know work through those as far you know getting through districts and um you know once we get to regional that's when you know scouting comes into play. So you really now you're looking at the defensive side of the ball and um you know really trying to key in on uh the other teams uh best players and best scorers and best playmakers. You know, so it's really just tightening up it really is all focus at the end of the day. It's not really and it was really just all focused, um, you know, attention to detail.
2: I see. So, and, I, you know, it's, I don't know. Well, you know, obviously, uh, this was the year I had my first head coaching job. And uh, many of you know I'm not a uh, So, we'll probably figure out what that feels like next year <laughs> um, for me. Um but you know it, it's always interesting to see um how coaches feel attack districts uh because obviously um uh, districts are lopsided, you know um you know they're draw they're literally drawing out of a hat to see the district. um so you know some of those some of those <laughs> in that have to get matched up. Against a, uh, you know, they get matched up a, a, against a, a opponent who, you know, they they just want to get through the tournament, okay, um, you know, and and it's no shame to that because, like I said, there will never—I think I've said this before—but there will never be a even distribution of talent um, across the state. It just won't. All right, um, you know, even if even if like you know. Private schools didn't exist, and it just based off of numbers, there's not going to be an equal amount of talent over the state. But, um, a- away from that, you know, some teams come in and they're just like, Look, we want to get through this district, um, you know, win or lose, let's just get out of here and let's keep the kids healthy. Um, and then there's the other, t- there's the other teams that might come in there. Uh, you know, relax on their talent a little bit, and then I feel like it's you know the coach's job to say, look, yeah, we won this district, but that sloppy play, this district tournament, this district trophy doesn't mean anything because we we have a bigger goal, right? Uh, we have a bigger goal, and if you play the way that you played, then it is going to be ugly you know, come around to a regional, you know, when you have some of the more talented teams that run into each other, you know?
3: Yeah, of course. And, you know, and a lot of um, teams, like, have been lucky to not have, like, actually as a whole state, not even just certain teams, as a whole state, they've cut down. Because remember those couple years, like like, from, like, 2011 or 2010 to about 2013? where you would have, like, the number one, number five, and number seven ranked teams all in one district or all in, you know what I'm saying, one region, you know, they had to see each other the first game of the regional or district championship, they had to see each other?
2: You know what? I I do remember that. I wasn't so much opposed to them being in the same district as much as I was opposed to those being the first games that we saw. Um and then obviously that's when I went on the whole seeding tangent and then whatever. I'm not here to toot my own horn. But <laughs> I, I, obviously a lot of people heard the conversation though. Um and yeah, I do remember that, but now we get into the tournament and some of these brackets don't make sense. I and mean, some of them don't. Yeah, just for a lot of them don't make sense. Like, um, we'll, we'll we'll go through that. But you know, this this is just the intro. Too deep for the intro. But, <laughs> but I, I mean, you feel where I'm coming from. It, I don't know with uh, the MHSAA. I don't know if they heard and they were like, okay, well, we'll just move all the competitive teams around to districts that. Aren't really close to them, but we can say, hey, you know. But aside from that, I, I guess that is, that is. Of the problem that there was. Solution to it was hey, we're going to see the teams in districts, and then whatever regional they go to, we'll see them again going into regionals. Right? Mm hmm. As we get to the quarterfinals, again, we will seed them. And then, you know, so on and so on. Or, I mean, the, to me that would have been easy. I mean, so you read the uh, the proposal that B-CAM sent to MHSAA that was denied, right? Right. Okay. To me that was just – it was too much. It was too much. It, I don't consider myself to be, uh, you know, I don't consider myself to have a dim br- – Light for a brain, but I felt myself getting lost because I mean it, it was just a lot. The you know the the formula and all of that, um, and I get that you have to have a non-human. Uh, you have to have a non-human aspect to seed fairly, and I totally agree. But man, I just would be like, look, this is our formula. We gonna seed the districts, seed for regionals, uh, seed for the quarterfinals, and From the quarterfinals, we'll play it out like that uh, going into the Final Four. That's how they do it for wrestling. Although wrestling is very much a human uh, aspect to it. Um, it, it, (laughs) I don't know if I've ever told Eric about any of those wrestling meetings where they talk about seeding. but it gets ugly. It gets very, very ugly. Um, (laughs) It's literally all the coaches in one room. And they argue, like, okay, my kid is undefeated. And then another coach stand up and say, yeah, your kid hasn't wrestled anybody. Sit down. And so, obviously, you don't want to do that for uh, the hundred or so teams that are going to be in the tournament. But, you know, they should have, you know, just took a simplistic approach uh, to the seeding conversation.
3: Yeah, I mean it's definitely like they definitely heard, you know, I was at you first, and then you know us two together once we got the show going, talk about city, and it's definitely like they definitely with the way they did districts, they de- it's definitely uh you know well you can't say, you know, we put all the top teams or the most competitive teams in the same uh, district and knock them out early anymore. It's really you know that type of effort, um, but it. Like I said, it's kind of sloppy the execution of it. Um, you know, trying to and I get you know I, I appreciate the effort you know, but still enough you know some of these teams shouldn't have to drive you know 45 minutes or an hour and a half away just for a district game. You know, it's a happy medium has to be reached at some point. You know, because right now is either all the top teams are going to knock each other out early and we're not going to get, you know, quote, unquote, the the, the best, uh, you know, tournament or the best, you know, know, final four, the best quarterfinal, whatever. So, or it's, you know, okay, in order to get that, we got to send, you know, teams to, you know, astronomical distances just for the first leg of the tournament. So a happy medium has to be reached on that front. You know, um, like I would hate to, you know, be in Wayne and then have to drive, you know, all the way to, you know, Howell or Southgate or somewhere farther, like, you know, it's a 45-minute drive for a district game. That's crazy. Hmm.
2: And, and speaking of Howell, and uh, I don't expect Eric to bring this up because he's never been the type to bring up his teams while we've uh, been doing this show. Um, But Wayne Memorial downed Howell uh, to win their first ever KLAA uh, championship uh, this past week. Um, I mean, that's huge. That is huge. Um, I mean, you're talking about a team that just three years ago was um, winless or yeah, about three seasons ago was winless. Um and I mean to to go from that to a KLIA championship um in three years is great. Um man. Uh, also just talking about the postseason so far, um the PSL championship, what a game. What a game, Uh, Renaissance versus Mumford. Um, You know, Renaissance, they're young. I I expect them to be back um, in in the PSL finals the next few years. Um, Mumford, you know, they're kind of young. Not young, but, you know, next year a lot of their players will be seniors and that they rely on a lot right now. Um, But, you know, they, they got over that hump. And for a few years now I've been saying that, Mumford is due for a big win. Um, last year, I said they, you know, could have held their own with King. And, and King, you know, this senior led a really experienced roster last year, went out there and, and, and beat them um, by a, size, a, a legit margin. And then this year, um, Renaissance downed King. Um, and a lot of people thought that meant Renaissance had, had the PSL championship wrapped up, and they didn't. Um you know, just just showed their youth a little bit um, early. Um, they they showed their youth, but then, um, you know, Dalen Henderson, the the lone senior on the squad, um, you know, she reeled them in. And then once Kaylee Davis got going in that third quarter, um, it looked like Renaissance had it wrapped up. But let, let me just say, Adoree Williams, uh, just a legit player, a legit player got was injured. You know, came back in, led all the scores. Um, But I think she had 22 points um, and and just really efficient. Um, And then, you know, Renafide had two or three great looks at the end of the game um, where Daylon Henderson was wide open, the shot rims out, um, and then two missed layups off of uh, offensive rebounds in the closing seconds. Um, And then Muffert went on to win – the Operation Friendship game against Marion, and then uh, Renaissance beat Divine Child in their Operation Friendship game, which, let me tell you, that's big. Eric, that is big. I cannot think of the last time that both PSL teams won the Operation Friendship game.
3: I'm trying to remember. That was a minute ago. I
2: I don't... I Me, myself, I don't recall it happening.
3: I can't, like, I can't even think. Nah, I can't think. Somebody like that's a, that's a, that's a Twitter question. Like we're gonna put that out there. Like when was the last time y'all gotta answer that one for us? When was the last time a PSL team swept the Operation Friendship Games? That's a good question. Somebody needs to answer that. Hit us with that, with that answer. But it definitely bodes well for the PSL. So the PSL is back to being um. Competitive and showing that they have uh, talent, especially young talent. you know, a few of the teams that you talk about, you know, Renaissance is definitely young. They have, you know, seems like a million freshmen and sophomores on their team, but they're definitely they're definitely young. Uh, their core is definitely youthful. Um, with a uh, Mumford, they're you know they have some experience, but youth mixed in as well. They they return most of their most of their core next year and you know, Cass Tech <clears throat> who gave a month of the run for their money, um, is pretty young themselves. They were they're returning their basically their whole roster. You know, they have a bunch of freshmen and uh, a couple of juniors, you know, that, that will that are very important and will both that bodes very well for the P S L. You know, especially with, you know, Cass and Renaissance being um really, you know, really good again and Uh, renewing that rivalry and, you know, uh, King still being good as well. Um, But having their streak ended, having their streak ended was a big, like, I'm not happy that they lost. I don't have a dog in the race. I'm not, you know, whatever. You know, I just like good basketball. But it, it was good to see that, you know, somebody different can represent the PSL and the PSL you know is back you know or, or or on his way back i should say i, anyway. I, I think
2: I think I, I think I talked to you about this when when i said that the PSL right now is trending upwards um is up I told you that i know i told you that but mm-hmm. the follow up thought to that was it's up to the coaches now to make sure that they develop the young players that come in um to keep competing because um the finals the finals could have easily been Renes I mean Cast Mumford in the finals or or if it's seeded differently you you can you can see so many types of uh, different things it it can be Mumford Cass, um because Cass played Renes very hard and in, in, in the way you know if there's just a a difference in seeding, you, you can see so many different matchups this year, whereas I think at the beginning of the season, I think in our initial um, our initial podcast for this season of Last Second Shot, I, I stood here and said, hey, look, guys, King might, you know, watch out for Renaissance, you know. Um, but I think to take that step, the PSL is going to have to come up with a way um, to do Division One and Division Two um, tournaments, and, and you know that's that's the next obstacle um, because I do know that there's a number of um, those smaller schools in the PSL uh, that don't have the enrollment. That is kind of feeling like, um, you know hey, look, how are we supposed to keep, compete with Renaissance and Cass and King? How does that happen? a legit argument, yes. Um, and we've seen that break up leagues before, you know, um, as far as, like, teams saying, look, that's not, that's not conducive to what, you know, we're doing as far as an athletic program. So, um, and on top of that um, – the P S L football has a division one and division two championship. The Catholic League has Division One and Division Two Um Championships. I, I think, you know, if you just look at it, um, you know, from that standpoint, that's the net that's the next step. Um, and also can you can make sure your best teams are playing your best teams constantly. If you know, if you just you know, just make those few tweaks. But the PSL is definitely on their way back. That Mumford and Cavs game is one of the best games that I've seen all year. Um It was vintage PSL basketball. Um, You know, hand checks, which, okay, I know y'all are like, oh, <laughs> But, no, hand checks. was Playing in the PSL in the early 2000s, you were going to take a hand check or two. <laughs> That's just how it was, you know. It, it, it wasn't for the faint of heart. Um and so that that was definitely a a great game to watch. Um Desiree Jackson is just special. Um, she she's special. Um Kennedy Kern it was has been uh this year she was very good for her cast. Um and, and everything is looking up for Cat the Cast program, um, which they've been rebuilding for a few years. You know, it it got bad, um, but then it got really good this year so we'll keep an eye out on the PSL oh
3: for sure for sure But I know people were waiting on us to talk finally really first of all before we get into that before we get into the the real nitty gritty the Miss basketball battle came out uh, this morning actually very early this morning the wee hours of the morning 3 o'clock is when I received my email Um, And, yes, I actually did wake up at 3 o'clock and vote. Um, (laughs) You
2: you know what? I I was up when it came to my email. I got the alert. I was like, who's sending this at 3 o'clock? B-cam, let me find out. (laughs) B-cam, let me find out. Y'all be out here. Uh, Never
0: mind.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Right. hey one of them a hey, one of them is Jake from state Farm
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boy.
3: whoever wrote that email is Jake from State Farm I'm trying to tell you but seriously y'all, uh, um it came out today the finalists that obviously have been named camry Clegg of wayne Memorial, Kayla Webb of detroit Country day uh Petrie of itsany Arbor Prep. And Jada Hampton of East Lansing High School. Um, we're not telling y'all who we voted for, so don't ask. Are you? Not?
0: Are you? Nah. <laughs> <My> <laughs> <dude>. <laughs>
3: uh we're no, nah, we're we're not gonna tell you who we voted for. Uh we're not asking who y'all voted for we just you know, encourage everybody to vote, no matter who you're voting for or whatever.
2: Voter die.
3: Basically, basically, (laughs) basically. Because one of the biggest complaints about this award um, is that none of those people vote, or they're not registered or whatever. You know, I I don't know if they allow you to register so late or whatever, but if they do register, if you are registered, vote, 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 vote. So enough about that. Now uh, to the nitty gritty. Um, let's talk about this tournament, man. Let's talk now about let's this. Get, let's get to it.
1: Let's start right. off. With, let's start
3: off with class right now. Okay. Okay. So what? What? So are we going? So how we doing? We going how we breaking it down? We going? We talking about region or because we can't do like we have, we ain't gonna throw, go through like a hundred districts. So I know we're not. So we're gonna go like region by region and you know, see where we you know, our final four shake out to be? I
2: mean, yeah, let's do it.
3: Okay, let's go okay, we're gonna go region by we're gonna go region by region. Okay, I'm gonna do a dual region and then and I'm gonna start it off and then you respond to me and then you start off the next one and then I see, you know, that's a year and year of what you're talking about. So I'm gonna start off with a um region three. Regional three. Um, so that will be the winner of District 12, District 11, District 9, and District 10. So my region would be um, Marquette uh, representing District 12, uh, Heritage uh, representing District 11, and I'm kind of split because I think Midland has enough. I think Millen has enough. They played. They played them very, very hard during a regular year. I think Millen has enough, but they have to see them in the second round of districts. But I'm, 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 I'm going with here. So I'm playing it safe. And I got Carmen Ainsworth coming out of their district, and they hosted, so home court advantage. And I have, and I have Flint Kersley coming out of their district. Um. So it are you messing
1: with my pigs or not. Uh, I I like it. I don't oppose any of it. All
2: right, so I'm gonna do I'm gonna do regional seven. Um I have Belleville coming out of their district. Um you know, I don't see them going backwards with um uh, you know, somebody I thought that could have won or been on the ballot for Miss Basketball, Captain Sherwood, I think that uh, she gets to the regional uh, this year. Um, then out of the district 27, I'm gonna, not going to lie, that this one is hard to pick because uh, I don't know much about these programs. Um, so I'm going to go with Dearborn, Edsel Ford. Okay, that's a shot in the dark. Um, I really don't know anything about any of the teams in this. uh, Well, actually, I'm I'm not going to go with Dearborn Ed Support. I'm just going to go with the team with the best record, which is Allen Park. Um, They're sitting at 12 and 8. And then the rest of the teams in the district aren't above 500. So I'm just going to assume that Allen Park is going to go to the regional. Uh, Then... Then we have Wood uh I have Woodhaven coming out of their district. Um them versus uh Riverview should be a good match in the second round of districts. Riverview has a team uh with a lot of shooters. Um Woodhaven um is the best team in this district, but I think uh Riverview can uh beat Trenton, uh which sits at seventeen and two. Uh but I, I feel like Riverview has been tested more this year. Um then the district at Wayne Memorial. We have Garden City uh versus Wayne Memorial. Then Wayne Memorial plays John Glenn again. Um and then I think Crestwood makes it to that final. Uh I, I do have Wayne Memorial coming out of that uh district. So in regional seven, um I would have Belleville, Allen Park, Wood uh Woodhaven. And
3: Wayne Memorial. I'm messing with it. I'm messing with it. I'm I'm feeling you right now. I'm feeling, you. I'm feeling that right now. No bias though. <laughs> um okay, out of my regional three picks, I have Sprise. I have uh heritage uh winning that region, um, although, like I said before, Midland is a dangerous team, and Carmen Ainsworth is a dangerous team as well. So don't be surprised if one I, of those I, two teams.
2: I was just gonna say, if we I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick Midland uh, to come out of that region. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and, and give that as my upset pick, um, and and say that they can do
3: it. This is why I don't gamble, people. I mean, it's not right anyway on amateur sports. I ain't trying to get caught up in no FBI stuff. Shout out to the NCAA. But.
2: Well, hold on, hold on. You know. Our, uh,
3: anyway, we'll talk about that off um, air. <laughs> right, anyway. But <laughs>
0: this
3: is why I don't, you don't bet on, this, this is a lesson. This is why you don't bet on stuff you, <laughs> this is why you don't bet on stuff you can't control, because. Like easily like I respect Darren's pick like easily Midley could be, you know, the representative uh from that region, you know, from region from regional three. And uh, like I said, Carmen is a dangerous, dangerous uh team as well. They can get they're a young bunch, but they can get offensively they can get hot really quick. And if they have one of those hot games, where Strower goes nuclear from beyond arc, and you know McQueen is penetrating and you know getting to the lane, and Tart is displaying her all around game, and I call her the Draymond Green of that team. She's so important for that for that team. They're all flowing like that. It, it all bets are off. So you know, I, but that's that could easily. That's not a poo poo pick at all. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I think
2: they're really good. Um, and much like I've I've been saying about Munford for the last few years, I really feel like Midland is due one of those big wins. Um, if you look at Midland, um, in their conference, always tough games with the best teams in that conference, and, and they always come up second short. You know, it, it's always, you know oh, man, you know, the, the, the other team pulled it out by two. The other team did this and this, went on a run. But Midland hasn't been walked over by anybody. They're, they're definitely do one of those wins uh, that, you know, it, it's hard to, to get out.
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, I concur. I concur. Now, with Region 7, like, I don't think I'm allowed to speak on that one. So I'm going to just let you pick who you pick will win that region. So I'm not allowed. I'm I'm barred from talking about this one. Boy. Um,
2: so region seven. Um, listen, I, I mean, realistically, we're probably going to have a Wayne Memorial Belleville rematch, right? Um, and, I mean, truth be told, I the conventional wisdom tells you to bet on Wayne Memorial, uh, but also conventional wisdom told you to do that last year. Now, I do think this Wayne Memorial team is totally different than last year, um, whereas you have Camry Clegg in a uh, in a mode where you know I haven't seen her in it before, um, where things are starting to look scary because it's always clicked for her, but now it's clicking at a, a pace that you can't really good defense doesn't work on that. Um, and I, I know a lot of people might think I'm exaggerating with it, but no, it, it, you know that's just the last few games that I've watched from her. There's no amount of defense that you're gonna play to do that. But Belleville, had, Belleville has had Wayne Memorial's number, um, and like I said, Caitlin Sherwood, Wayne State commit. You know she's she's crafty. She's crafty. The Belleville team is it, is very uh, full of smart players. Um and, and you know, they can shoot. Um they have they have the Thomas Kid uh, who's coming into her own. Um so they're a bit different than last year as well. Give me Wayne Memorial, um and, and a Belleville Wayne Memorial rematch in the regionals. Um but you know, we said all of that. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if Temperance Bedford makes it uh, to the regional over Belleville, but um, whoever comes out of that district, I do think they end up in the uh, they end up in a rematch, or they end up in a match with Wayne Memorial, and I do have Wayne Memorial winning.
3: Okay, okay, okay. I'm feeling you, but that you know. That's probably to be expected. Yeah. <laughs> but, um let's move on to the uh, next region here in Class A, which is, like we said before, kinda this is for where there's no um, first year in a while where it's like no really no clear cut favorite to win it um which is makes it all of that more exciting um now regional five which is district eighteen nineteen seventeen, and twenty um i have uh i don't know about- don't know much about these teams in the uh eighteenth district and um there's only one Uh, above 500 teams. I'm going to go with them to win it. Uh, Clinton Township, Chippewa Valley. So that's one representative. Um, And this goes to show you on this show, we don't act like we know everything. We tell you up front, we do not know everything. Like, we can only get so far you know, sometimes we call people and read social media and stuff like that on, you know, on on, on a lot of on a lot of things sometimes. So when I went on the show, we're not one of those shows like, "Hey, we we are all knowing." That was
2: that was Eric's way of saying, "Don't act
3: <laughs> You can act me if I'm still. I don't know, but. uh and then in district 19, you know, you have Cousino, Warren Woods, Tower, Warren Mott, certain in Warren Virginia, and I'm going, I'm going to Cousin um that district. Um, there, uh, 23 points a game, 23 points a night um, is stepping up. You know, and everybody, you know, had a lot of questions about, you know, how she's going to do with Fletch and, you know, blah blah blah, and she she's showing you, you know, 23 a night. You know, and team is, uh, you know, it has twice as many wins as losses. So, you know, she's, she's doing just fine. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: and out of District 17, I have uh, Macomb, Dakota coming out of uh, that district. Um, Big Taylor Williams and, and Grant which makes for a strong uh, front court. I um, think that will be the. Um, back on why they win that district. I, was I have Ghost Point North coming out of District 20 on the back of Michigan State commit Julia Aro. Um, and my winner out of this regional would be Macomb, Dakota. I just don't – the insiders, they they just have too much. Um I think for any of the other teams in the in the re- that they will probably see in the region. Um, I think you know, and, and if Camber Grant shows off her skills on the wing, just and her skills on the inside too, if she's inside and out. I yeah, I, I see them getting to that quarterfinal at Southfield t
0: Okay, okay.
3: So
2: for well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to regional too. Yeah, cool. okay. Um so I have East Grand Rapids um coming out of their district that will be hosted at East Grand Rapids. I have um I have Hudsonville. I have Hudsonville oh coming out over uh Zealand East. They have to get past Zealand East. In the semifinals, but I think if they win that, they go on to regionals. Um, Zealand East has been really good the last few years. Uh, a lot of people don't know. I have Muskegon winning their district. That will be at Grand Haven. Um, just too much for, um, <coughs> too much for a, a lot of these teams. But keep a keep an eye on Muskegon Reese Puff, Puffer they were the, uh, you know, they were the Cinderella's of last year. Um, and they've been quiet this year, a lot of people, you know. Now, this is, this is, might be the most interesting district in the state um, at East Kentwood. So I'm going to go into it just a little bit in depth, okay? Um, Kentwood versus Grand Rapids, uh, Ottawa Hills. I think East Kentwood wins that. Then you have Caldonia versus Byron Center. Um that can get a little interesting. I think Caldonia wins. They've been here before. Now, East Kentwood <laughs> versus Caldonia. That's a good game. If all is if all goes right, East Kentwood wins that game. They're 20 and 0 for a reason. They're really talented. Um but I think that's the game to watch out of any district this year. Out of any district this year, I think that is the game to watch. I think East Kentwood wins it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Caledonia pulls it out, remember they've made a few runs uh with their current set of players. So then, um if East Kentwood wins, I have them going to the regional. Um And then in that regional, I actually have
3: Muskegon
2: coming out of that region.
3: Ooh, another underdog pick by Mr. Cora.
1: Yeah, I think
2: Muskegon is – their battle test – and that's not to say East Kentwood isn't, um, but Muskegon went and played – some tough teams before Liza Winston, um, you know, was ready. Um, so I, I, I think Muskegon is I think they're they're primed for uh, to come out of the region.
1: Okay, okay,
2: um, and we, you know, it it is just I, I think. I I really feel like um, feel like East Kentwood can go back because they've been there. Um, you know, Barnes just you know Barnes is being great for them. Um, but um, I, I just have I, I have that feeling that um, Muskegon you know wins that regional.
3: Okay, and I'm going to. Regional one, so now you know we did regional two, and now we regional one, so now we get to set you know our prediction with the you know we're gonna meet up in the quarters, um, you know between these two regions. Um, uh, so in district two at Battle Creek Lakeview, I have cold water coming out of that district, uh, and probably fairly easily. Cold water is really good. Cold water is sneaky good. Um, has good wins against uh, well, a good win, a very good win against Renaissance, who was a PSL finalist. So, you know, they're not one of those West side teams you can't say, like, oh, they don't come down here and play. They came down here and played, and they got down. Um, I have Okamos coming out of district three, which is at mm-hmm. Mason. Uh, on the backs of Miss Leah Hartman and Michigan State commit Jasmine Kirkley, and I have Kalamazoo Central, the young Kalamazoo Central, um, coming out of their district. I think their athleticism um, will be overwhelming for uh, a Saint Joseph. So I have them coming out, and I have East Lansing coming out of District Four. Although the DeWitt matchup in the district championship, if everything goes right, they'll meet up in the district championship. That would be very interesting. You have an undefeated team against a one-loss team, and the one loss was to East Lansing. So I think they're looking for a little bit of a range here, and I think that's going to be, you know, so anybody in the Lansing area or in the Owasso area, but also if you're in the Lansing area as well, make your way over to Owasso. To watch that district uh, championship on March second, but I have um, I have East Lansing coming out of that one. But do not be surprised. Please don't be surprised if Dewitt makes sure out of that. And um, my Region One winner, boy, this is interesting. Boy, this is very interesting. East Lansing, uh, Okemos, Kalamazoo Central, Coldwater. Um, I think with East Lansing being probably the deepest team, conventional wisdom would tell you to pick them, uh, to steal Darren's phrase, conventional wisdom. Um, I'm going with Calumasville Central. I'm going with Calumasville Central. I had a a chance to see them play a couple times this year, and um, they're young and athletic, but they're also structured, usually with young athletic teams. Um, they kind of sometimes in, in big games are all over the place and they're not very structured sometimes or you know and I think this team's a little bit they're young but they're a little bit mature and mm-hmm. they play with like they f- still play with freedom don't get it don't get it messed up don't get it twisted but it's it's structured structured freedom and Morrissey Wiggins, you know, known coming in, the, the young freshman, known as like, you know, a great wing player and a, you know, very athletic and all that she is. She's shown herself to be a really good playmaker. You know, so she, she's splitting point guard duties this year for for, uh, for KZU Central, and i got to tell you, I kind of like her at the point. She makes a lot of great decisions. It's a lot of great decisions and gets the offense going, and defensively they're very animated. So I I, I, I think that is what's gonna pull them through. I think I have them winning uh winning that region and seeing um East Kent. Uh, wh- wh- who was your pick again in uh uh, uh Muskegon, right? Yes. Yeah. So I have them seeing Muskegon in the um in the in quarter in the quarter final.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Um
2: so for did we do regional six? We did not. Okay, so regional six. Uh, I have Renaissance winning their district. I have I have Fortson winning their district. It's a really good team. Fortson, um, they get after it. They have they have a really good guard um who yeah she's an eleventh grader. Uh Raina Al Husseini. She does it all for them. Um but Forreston um can shoot the ball at a high level. I have them coming um out of their district for regional six. I have Southville A and T winning their district. Um and then I have I have Cass Tech winning their district. I do have Castec getting over that King hump and uh winning. Um, but don't you know, don't sleep on King. I don't I think that goes without saying. Um, <laughs> and uh I do have Southville A and T winning that uh regional.
3: Ooh, and it's a reason those, that they host, and they host the quarterfinal. So that home court advantage is a key part. You know, people like to discount home court advantage. That's, you know, not because you know the refs are buys a home cooking No, None no, of no, those. No. but the when comfortability. Of at you, yes, 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 and me and Darren both know when that 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 gym is outfield. Gets packed and it's amped up. It gets rowdy. It is really rowdy.
2: I, I'll give them their uh, props now since they're no longer Southfield High. Um, yeah, it, it gets rowdy. <laughs> it
3: gets rowdy in there quickly, quickly, quickly.
2: Oh, okay. And I don't think we did a uh, regional eight either.
3: Regional. Let's do uh regional eight. Um, yeah let's do that let's do Regional 8 let's get that going so for
2: Regional 8 I have Huron coming out of their district um, I have Hartland uh, beating how to come out of their district but they have to beat Brighton first Brighton's a really good team Okay. That's going to be another first-round district that's going to be tough. Those two rounds of districts are going to be tough. Heartland has to beat bright, Brighton, and then they have to go against Howell. That's a tough road to regionals, but I, I think they win. I think Heartland wins. Um, then I actually have um, Plymouth coming out of their district to go to a regional. Um, they'll see Northville in the semifinal. Um, the winner of Novi and Salem, which I expect to be Novi, goes to the district final. I think Plymouth wins that; they end up in a regional. Um, then I have Walt Lake Western winning their district, and then I do have Heartland coming
3: out of that regional. Ooh, okay, okay. That is an interesting region, though. That's a very interesting. That's an interesting district, first of all. But that's a very, that's an interesting region. Okay, and I'm gonna go uh, So right now, in our quarterfinal matchups: we have Dakota and Southfield, A and T. We have um, what is the East? No, Michigan and Kalamazoo Central, right? That's what I have. Yes. And what's the other one?
2: I just picked um they would
3: have to
2: they would have to go against Wayne.
3: And Wayne Memorial. So one more quarterfinal to settle. We already have one half of it picked and uh Darren's pick was Midland out of their region. I have Saginaw Heritage. Okay. So now regional four. Um features Utica Eisenhower, uh, Rochester Adams, you know, in that district over at Stony Creek. Um, and I have Utica Eisenhower coming out of that district. Um, I have, I have, I'm gonna go with Waterford Kettering, even though Avondale has proven to be, um, better than advertised this year. Um, a great season for them. Um, I have Kettering coming out of that, um, out of that district, which is at Bloomfield. Although Bloomfield has home court advantage, I think um, Kettering has to, <clears throat> has a lot of length on the wings and on the inside, and I think that's to their that's to their great advantage. Um, and I have Clarkston coming out of the Clarkston district, um, and. Let's shout out – I want to shout out Caleb Luke one more time because um, with Maddie Waters being injured and that they didn't – you know, they felt like they couldn't put him on the list. I think Luke would have made a, a great fifth um, person on the Miss Basketball Hell of a
2: season. Hell of a season. You don't put up those type of numbers, you know, just regularly.
3: Um, And I have – I have Marion coming out of their district. So I have Marion Clarkson, Kettering, and Eisenhower. And usually I would say, and I think me and Darren both say this: don't bet against Mary. You know, a little, you know, a little, except for those couple of years with Kiera Fletcher. Usually don't bet against Mary, but I'm gonna have to go and better her again for, again for a third year, in a row. I'm going with Clarkson. I'm going with Clarkson is. Going across in the sea, C- Clarkson will see Heritage in uh, in the quarterfinals.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Well, um, my motto still stands. Don't bet against Mary. Um, oh. I have Marion coming out of that.
3: Okay. So now we can pick uh, the final four, which I think everybody's waiting on. Um. Okay, so who you have between Dakota and A and T?
2: I have Southfield field A and T, Coach Jack making her way back boogie into the Bresmore or the Calvin. Wow.
0: <laughs>
3: right, it don't even feel right saying that. Um, and I agree with you. I have uh, you know, Coach Marshall making another um final four appearance this year, uh winning over Dakota with you know that the the quickness and the, the athleticism that they have and then the duo of um McEvins and Johnson uh will bowl well on the perimeter and that'll give uh that'll give them an advantage on the perimeter on the wing. And then Sean Manning's experience. You know, so uh uh, yeah, I agree with you. A uh, and T will come out of that one. Okay, so what about um, heritage and heritage slash Midland against Clarkston slash Marion?
2: I have Marion.
3: You have Marion out of that one. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm going I'm going with Clarkston. I'm going with Clarkston. Um I think the OA will be well represented in the the OA Red would be well represented uh in the at Calvin. So, man, that that sounds weird saying that. Uh it's trash. It's, it's trash.
2: just, just a <laughs> reminder that the MHSAA is a trash
3: organization
2: and uh they don't really care about women's sports. But continue.
3: <laughs> uh, that's a long discussion for another show, but um, man, uh, um, okay, the other quarterfinal we have, uh, Muskegon and Kalamazoo Central.
1: We uh, I
2: I think I think Kalamazoo Central gets back. Yeah, I, I have with Central
3: Okay And Yeah I agree with you on that one too I, I agree I think they're a little bit more well-rounded than uh, Muskegon is uh, No That's a pick em, too I'm sitting here fighting on air About who I'm going to pick uh, And I'm going go to go with Muskegon I'm going to Muskegon I'm going to go with Muskegon But
2: you, you have Muskegon getting out Over uh, East Kentwood
3: no, I didn't I just went with your pick'cause you 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 were the one that picked that reason, so okay okay, 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 no, but uh, my I, in mind like if I had to pick, I would say he's Kentwood, but um we okay. was going with your pick, so I would say if it if it comes to that matchup, I would say miss i would say Muskegon. and then you got you gotta do the last quarter final i'm I'm barred from doing the last one okay, so Wayne and Hartley, um I have Wayne
2: going to the Final Four. I have them beating Kalamazoo Central. I have Southfield A&T beating Marion. Wayne and Southfield A&T. Um, in the finals, um, Wayne is my Class A champion.
3: I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. I bet. Um, uh, right. Right. Is, I'm barred from half the conversation, so I'm about to talk about class A so I'm barred from half of it. So I can't even, you know. But it's all good though, you know. We've been we've been doing so this for three years now.
2: So um as Eric checks in on our first guest, which um is supposed to be J.N. and Scratch. correct? Yes. Um he's gonna check in on that. I just wanna bring up um that this This tournament is going to have impact on the MHSAA for years to come. Um, Because this is the passing of the torch. Um, So, of course, we see familiar faces. I have Coach Mary Cicerone and Coach Marshall back in in the championship. Um, You look at a Kalamazoo Central where Kalamazoo basketball has never been held in high regards for as long as I can remember. Um, You look at that type type of thing,
3: and um,
2: it it is always interesting. I I think this is the most open that Class A has ever been, and um, the effects of who wins um, and the upsets that happen over this tournament that has a that has an effect over the years to come. I mean, I don't think that's an exaggeration, um, because there's no powers in Class A right now, um, none at all. Um, and then, I mean, you also got to look at um, teams like East Lansing that can um, advance, and and teams like Dewitt.
3: Um, before uh Dan wraps up on, on that part, um have my first guest on um the not first year coach, because he was at uh basically All Saints for a few years now. You know, he's on the class A level at a big uh quote unquote blue bud school uh now um, at Midland High, who you know, who was Dan's pick uh to win their region and a very dangerous team in this class A tournament. Um, Mr. Jaden Copes, Jay, my brother, how you doing?
4: I I'm doing well. We just uh, we just wrapped up uh practice so um you know it went well and I'm
3: doing well. Thanks for having me on. Uh thanks for thanks for coming on. Thanks for accepting the invitation. Um now me and, first uh me and Dan had started to show up with the discussion um, you know what? You know all of us uh, have in our hands in coaching. You know and now I get to. I'm just an assistant on the high school level. You know, what I'm saying like I'm just, you know, in the car. You're you're actually one of the ones driving the car. So what do you look for? Like what are you, you know, trying to, you know, tighten up? You know, what's the biggest things you're focusing on right now as you're getting ready for the tournament?
4: Uh, for us, and, and obviously, <laughs> you know, we just played Carmen, um, who on most given nights will throw out five Division One players. Uh, and their starting lineup, Um, you know, we lost in the last second by two, and nobody gave us, you know, everyone I think probably thought we were going to lose by about 30, but what we did really well um, is rebound, and we sent one to the offensive glass and four back to stop their transition. So what we're really prepping for in Heritage is – Heritage is identical to Carmen. I mean, they're, they're just very identical teams with players, um, you know, you could say Destiny Struthers and Bo Joyner are the same. You got uh, King, and you could probably say she's like Mallory or uh, Nell. And then Tark, uh, you know, and Shine. Um, I think Shine's a little better, uh, in my opinion, but they're kind of built and play the same. So we're, you know, tonight we focus rebounding, getting back, stopping transition, um, and spacing on offense is what we really. Um, really worked on I thought we did we had some beautiful spacing in Carmen. um we ran like a little weave offense uh kind of whatever dribble drive, and it really opened up a lot of holes so that, that's kind of where
3: we were at tonight okay okay um now thats that 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 is, that is uh, that's um that's focused but right? I used ran through a lot <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, he's just read through a lot. I mean, in his detail, I think that's probably the most detailed five minutes we've had on this show. Um, no, like, every coach we have one is just, uh like, they'll reveal oh, too much of their, you know, their strategy, like, we did this, and we, you know, they they'll like, get a correct answer. <laughs> you know, like, well, you know, we rebounded well or this, that, while giving too much, so. No, it's refreshing. It is, I actually really appreciate uh, you giving us that much detail.
4: Well, you know, to me, I mean, I'm not going to say what we're doing defensively. But realistically, I mean, it, to me, it's no secret. If you don't get back on a Heritage, a Carmen, a, a Midland Dow, you're going to lose. Um, those teams, you know, uh, we were up, my assistant coach and I were up today, with some other coaches um that don't coach anymore but we were up breaking down the heritage film and in the first half we we got back really well and we shot the ball really well we rebounded really well second half we took bad shots we didn't get that you know and and joiner had 12 points in the second half on layups because they killed us in transition so it's not that you know, uh, I put everything out there because we're doing, we're going to do some stuff defensively that um, hopefully will, will surprise people. But you know, we're we played we played Carmen straight up man to man, we played Heritage straight up man to man, and I think that's our bread and butter, and I think that's what we're going to do. But really, it's just against teams that are that well, you know, that play that well together in their style. You got to remember, Carmen and and Heritage, they all play AAU together so they're used to the running gun and the open floor basketball. We are going to make you play, sit down, run through an offense, and beat us. If you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us that way. You're not just going to beat us because we take terrible shots and you guys are making layups. So, you know, I'm going to make you actually run through your offense and, and, you know, the coach is going to have to coach the game. Um, That's really what we've been prepping for.
2: Um, So, I mean, what feels different um, about your playoff – how you have to gear up for this playoff run um, versus, um, you know, previous years, um, you know, with this being your first year at Midland?
4: Uh, so, previous years at all things, I mean, and not to – no disrespect to anything we ever played, but we were we were powerful in Class D, and we knew we were usually going to get to a regional championship or – or get to a quarterfinal or something like that, uh, we, we were just superior. Um, we just had really good athletes compared to some of the Class D schools we were going against. But that's because we played Class A, like we came down to Motor City and beat Pontiac and Michigan Collegiate. I mean, we played way above. And even if we didn't win, even a, an average or below average Class A team is nothing like a Class D team for the most part. And so sure. that's how we prepared there. Here, whew, I mean, I think we play in the best overall conference in the state of Michigan. Yes, you actually have East Kentwood, but you know, they have some decent teams in the rest of the conference. You have East Lansing, and, you know, and DeWitt and you know, some teams in there. Uh, you got Pork Huron, Northern, you got Macomb, Dakota. But top to bottom we have fourteen teams. And at any given point this year, we've had Heritage, Dow. Carmen, Western, all ranked in the top ten, and, you know, we're sitting just on the outside. So, I mean, that five teams are all in the same district that, you know, you know everybody's got these great records and only one's coming out. So it's different in the fact that we really – and that's why I say how much we went over is because we have to be so detail-oriented here um, where at all things – you know, we just had better athletes, and we could have a bad shooting night and still win. Uh, we could give up some stuff. Here, you can not have a bad shooting night, bad rebounding night, bad free throw night, or you're going to lose by 20 in our district.
2: Yeah. I, now, me and Eric, um, we, we said that the SVL definitely is um, probably the hardest conference in the state right now. Um, and, and that is definitely mine. Um, Rick, I, I know I wouldn't want to have to go through. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have to go through that because, um, you know, like right now uh, when I took the job at Ecourse, um, coming in, I I just could really focus on my game plan and, and what I want to do. Um, but then, you know, you look at certain conferences, and, and I just know like you have to focus on your game plan. You have to get uh, you have to get video of the other team. Um you have to break that down, then incorporate it into what you like to do versus you know and realize what you can't do um and then going into the tournament and having to see those same teams in your conference in in the tournament that's that's tough
4: <laughs> oh it it's and you know and it's the way the s b l was this year everybody there was no north and south so there's th- there was fourteen teams, so you played everybody once, so instead of you know north, like north you had every team's place. 14 conference games, so you play everyone twice. Well, everybody played everybody once except for Midland High. We played Dow twice. Nobody did that. Um, we played Heritage twice. Nobody did that. We played Bay City Western twice. Nobody did that. So, our, you know, those six teams right there, you know, some of the teams in our conference were able to, you know, really they had seven non-conference teams they could go out and do. We had two. I had to play Freeland, who's ranked number four in Class B, the very first game of the year, which we were, you know, it's a first team, new coach. I'm starting a freshman, um, you know, which to me is not, not one of the top freshmen, and I think she's one of the top players in the conference. Um, she came out and averaged 10.1 points per game this season, um, started every game for us and draws the assignment of, you know, you know, one of Heritage's top three players guarding her, one of Carmen's top three guards playing her, Daisy Taylor guarding it. So, I mean, I thought she did really well. So,
0: yeah, it, we, we had a grind.
4: You know, I mean, our record, you know, our only losses are to Heritage, Carmen, and Dow, and Western. That's it. And so, it's like, you know, and I know we're good. It's just we got to, you know, I thought we were going to break through over Carmen um, and get that signature win. Um but that was a great game to be a part of. Um, you know, we we gave them, uh, I don't know what they thought, but I know their coach was very respectful after the game and said, I wouldn't want to play them again. I don't I would not want to see them in the tournament. Um, we're just really long and athletic. Um I mean our starting lineup's pretty much five ten and above. Um and that's guards included. So we're we're really long
3: and athletic.
2: Oh wow. That. Yeah, that's,
3: yeah, that's that's a and and, and me and Darren will say like you know, you know Jaden is in Class A now and he's got a you know, uh, you know he's got a classic team with some talent you know I it always felt like to me, um, and I think to Darren as well, um, you know we always felt like you know you had that ambition of okay, you know I'm I'm, I'm good in Class D and you know blah 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 a lot of coaches probably would have stayed. You know, they had the choice, you know, but it was like, okay, Jaden's probably one of those coaches that, you know, is looking to get, you know, a, a, not to say a bigger job, but, but playing a, in a bigger class and playing in class A and say, yo, you know, I, I want to know what it's like in the in, in the treacherous wars. I really want to know what it's like. I really want to coach against, you know, a, a, a Mojoian. I want to coach against, you know, as, as a riot card or a Destroy. I want to coach against them. I want to see what that's like. You know how 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 you know just the overall experience. You know coming up from uh, class B now. You know really class A. You know just just the experience, of not like nothing really X and o wise, but just the overall experience. Because it. it seems like you were you know like uh, ant about you know the um, new situation.
4: Absolutely. Well, and 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 again, you know just knowing me from. From all things now, I was at a pretty big class B school for a few years and did really well. I just I ran into a Croswell team that was 20 0 and 22 and 0 every time I had to play them, and we lost every year in the district uh, finals to Croswell Lexington. So, and I had a lot of college players on that team. A couple went to the GLEAC, a couple went to the uh, MIAA. So, I was at Himley City, and, and but my real you know, thing, you know, I don't want to go to the year and all that, you know, big catch cat, all things. Um, but it, it, to me, I, I had a couple of options this year um, coaching-wise to go to a couple different schools. Go to Midland High. I want to see how good of a coach Chayden is. Not that going to Class B and playing the school that offered me the job that I would have, you know, been the superior coach. But I wanted to go and see can I game plan again? Heritage who's got four division one players, Carmen, Dow. Can I go in and, and match with with these coaches? And maybe, you know, we have Maddie Berry going to Grand Valley, Hannah Smith going to Holt. You know, my freshman talk I think will be a division one player someday, division two, Jordan Phillips, my sophomore, which you and I have spoke about. I think she can get in the So we got the players, but they're a little younger, some of some of the other players. But I wanted to see can can I game plan for the big dogs? And so far, you know, um, I think besides country day, we've played heritage the best, um, all season long. And then obviously besides Carmen's two losses to heritage and I think country day on back to back night. Um, and they also played those games without McLean. Um, I thought we had a great game plan. I think we executed everything we did and we just came up two points short, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited, and I know the Valley is actually going to be tougher next year than it is this year. Uh, you know, Dow doesn't lose anybody. Carmen loses no one. Heritage loses, you know, one player. Uh, so it's going to be the same next year, if not tougher. So um, I really, you know, when I took the job and they interviewed me for the paper, I said, you know, in my personal opinion, the FDL is top to bottom the best conference in the state of Michigan for girls' basketball. Um, we may not always have the, you know, the the state title, but top to bottom, we have the best teams and we have some of the best coaches in the state. And by far, if you put the collection of talent, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. When you have Carmen and Heritage playing, there's eight Division one basketball players out there. Um, you know, it, when you start putting the collection of talent out on the floor, it, it's really hard to compare. Um, you know, we have our all-conference meetings tomorrow, and that's going to be – that's going to be a battle just getting kids on the first and second team.
2: Definitely. And, um, you know, we just want to really thank you for coming on. Um, You know, it's a Sunday night, so, um, you know, we'll we'll let you get on. Uh, But definitely thank you for joining us. Uh, Good luck to the Chargers um, in in the tournament. Um, And and like I said, I I do have you kind of, Going far, so oh,
4: you you're rooting for the church? We're the chemics. We're the chemics. Chargers
0: are out.
2: Come on. Oh, oh. <laughs>
0: <Ooh. laughs> <that> <laughs>
2: Wait, are you on the comics or the chemics? The chemics.
0: The chemics, or? Yeah, okay. the
4: chemics. Well, Who
0: that, who, uh, uh, who do
4: you, who do you guys have? And I know I'll let you go. Who do you guys have in your district at Ecourse?
2: Um, the district at Ecourse is. Westside Christian Academy, Ecorse, okay. River Rouge. Ooh,
4: so Rouge will be your your biggest opponent
2: then. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Ecorse lost to uh, Westside um, earlier in the season, but it was a really good game.
1: Um I, okay. I think
2: if you know, I think if it's uh, different refs, uh, Ecorse might be able to beat them. Um, and, and yeah, Rouge is is a tough opponent.
4: Well, I definitely appreciate having us on, and you know we're gonna try to give Heritage, you know, everything we can, and um, you know I, I like I say you know I'm kind of glad we had three games this last week, um, and so you know mo- you know Monday, Tuesday, Friday, so I'm glad that we have the bye, um, and we can rest till Wednesday and, and really focus in and, and have a couple extra days, but. You know, hopefully we'll come out and shot from, you know, state of Michigan and 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 give Heritage uh, everything we can.
2: Definitely. Well, you have a good one.
4: All right. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate it, and good luck this uh, in your tournament as well.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
4: All right. Thanks, bro. <laughs>
2: that was Coach Jay and Cloves. Um, of the Midland Chemics, not Chargers, Chemics.
3: Um, so um, how much longer do we have before our next guest, Eric? Um, about five minutes. I've been informed we oh. have five minutes.
2: Class B, I want you to just name your
3: quarterfinalist.
2: I'll name mine. Uh, since
3: I started the class, you got to start the class B I started class A.
2: Okay, so I have
3: Edwardsburg
2: winning regional nine, going to the quarterfinals. I have Williamson. Look, Allison Peplowski, um, Mackenzie Lewis. They get it done. They get to the quarterfinals. Um, this is where it gets a little tricky. I do have Divine Child going uh, to the quarterfinals. I think they're I think they're prepped for it. Um, then. This is one of the hardest regionals um, class B to me to predict because the the district themselves is kind of hard. Um, but um, and I'll I'll talk about this just a little bit more in depth. I have CMA winning their district. Uh, Miss PSL, Vantana Garrett. I told y'all early on in the podcast that yeah, I said it on air that I feel like I coached Miss uh, PSL. I think she puts on the show they've already beaten uh Detroit Collegiate prep. Um at one time this season. I think they can do it again. Coach Stephon Waits, really good coach. I have Mumford winning their district. Um pretty easily. Um, then I have I have River Rouge winning that district. Okay. Um, oh my god, I didn't even take into account that Chandler Park Academy is in is in this regional. Okay, so I I do think CPA wins their uh their district. And when it gets to when it gets to that CPA versus River Rouge, um, I, I have CPA, I have CPA winning. Okay, then Mumford versus CMA. Um, which I felt like that was supposed to be a uh, that was supposed to be a PSL semifinal matchup um, to go to to go to the championship. We didn't get to see it. I, I think Mumford. I think Mumford wins it. They have more depth. CMA only plays with six to seven players. Um, don't have enough ball handlers. Um, or a big to combat Zamaria Polk. So Marion versus CPA. I, and this is weird because I, I didn't notice that CPA was in this little bracket. Um, I don't know what I did. So I had penciled in Mumford. Now I'm having second thoughts. Um, yeah, I, I'm changing that. I'm changing it. CPA goes. Kingsley, undefeated Kingsley, winning regional 16.
3: Dude, why are you still my upset pick though? <laughs> Just, you cheated Tom off my test, man. Part, man. man.
2: The concept
1: part is really good. You cheated off my test,
3: but it's all good though. Um, I actually had now you who, you had in quarterfinal. I
2: I had Mumford. I talked myself into CPA.
3: I'm going with Mumford. Not just because you picked the the opposite. I was just hoping that we disagreed on more than just one. So, we do. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, I have every other pick that you have. You know, um, and no, we didn't rehearse this, no. If y'all know, as y'all know, this ain't no rehearsing. We actually broke this down. But, I have every pick you have, and um, except for the Mumford's uh, pick. I pick Mumford in the quarterfinal. So, your final four. Um, I would say Country Day. Um, I think my... my Google with Chrome as well, so re, re, repeat all the quarterfinals to me one more time. Jim Williams, then.
2: For me, I have Divine Child and C.P.A. We have Divine Child in Mufford, okay. Country Day in Goodrich, Comstock Park in Kingsley.
3: Um, so Country Day, Williamson, I will go with Comstock Park. And dang that final one, man! Hold off. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
2: So I, I think this is where I think this is where Williamson runs out of juice. Edwardsburg wins, um and advances to the final four. I have CPO, CPA over Divine Child. It's a really young, talented team. If C P A holds their composure and beats Mumford, um to get to that uh that quarter final, I think they win. If Mumford goes, I think Divine Child pulls it out. Um even and that's crazy because I've been saying for years now that Mumford is due for one of these trips and they're fi- They finally don't have to see Country Day in the quarterfinal. Um, so I, I really hate picking against them. But CPA is different, um, and I think Divine Child is a matchup nightmare for Mumford, but not for CPA.
1: Um, I have Country Day over Goodrich, Kingsley over Tomstock Park. Um, I think.
2: Country Day, uh, Kingsley is really good. I've been watching them on uh, MHSAA TV. I don't know if they have enough to beat Country Day playing at their best, like they do so many times when they get to the Breslin. But this year has been a little bit
1: different with Country Day. Um, hmm. I have Country Day going
2: not going to bet against uh, the greatest coach
1: in MHSA history. Edwardsburg versus CPA. I have Edwardsburg, Country Day winning.
3: Ooh, ooh. I'm going to get to my pick uh, after our, we get off with our next guest. Um, we have 2019, 5'10". Point some offers. Point guard, super handle, um, one of the best passers in the state, if not the best. Um, you know that may sound biased coming from me, but you know whatever. Miss um, Janae Terry.
0: Okay.
3: Janae was good.
5: Um, I'm doing good. How are you?
3: Mike, Mike.
2: Hey Janae. I don't know why we sitting here acting like we don't know her. I mean, I mean, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's our it's our radio show, but like I don't know that makes it a little awkward when we when we like get on an interviewer and act like like the people don't know
1: that we know her too. <laughs> um, right. <what's> up, <laughs> how are you? Hello, janata Yeah, I'm here. Oh yeah, how how you doing tonight, man?
5: I'm doing good. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. So I mean, let's just hop into it, man. Like, how how are you feeling going into this uh, into this postseason? This is going to be what your your third your third tournament
0: appearance.
5: Yep. Oh, yeah, oh I'm How do right. you feel? Oh, I'm feeling all right. We have a good team going in. Um, we played a lot of tough games, so I think that prepared us a lot for the upcoming tournament we got. Um, I think that we got a lot of good. Good things going. Um, a lot of good, good defensive um, people on our team, and they got a, a good offensive team at Camry, and a lot of um, coming from JSO. I think our team is pretty solid this year. Let's there, talk
3: about what, how... I was that's a very, very humble answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you put, why are you putting on the professional voice? <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. um, um, not go ahead there. Let's talk about that. How,
2: how did that KLAA tournament? How did that come together for you all? And, and do you think that do you think that's good preparation uh, for the MHSAA tournament or you know, just talk about like, you know, how you all got through that through those really tough games.
5: Um, we really got to those tough games just by playing together. Um, really, just just knowing. Well, I just based off of knowing my personnel, and um, and knowing that every game isn't isn't going to be an easy game, and really just when it is an easy game, just knowing that, um, just trying new things. That's what really my mind was on in the KLA tournament.
0: Okay,
2: I mean you have to fight through foul trouble that last game. Um, yeah. When you get when you get in those situations where you know uh, you get a foul card and it might not be a foul or you know it, it's real frustrating. and It's hard to get into a rhythm. How, how do you find
1: mindset when you get that third foul and you know it is rough? Um,
5: like everybody else, my mindset, um. First, I'm not. I'm going to be confused at first, but then, like after, um, really, my team just tells me that I got it. Um, when I get back on, um, just keep my head up because sometimes after that third foul, my head does kind of go down. But they tell me to keep my head up, keep playing. So just, and I try to contribute in like, like what I normally do, kind of pass it. because my rhythm isn't that good at first, or. Um, sometimes I just try and play defense, but I try and play good off the ball defense, like like really help out my team without trying to play pressure up.
1: That's because I think your freshman year you wouldn't have said that,
3: but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. so like, speaking of that though, like how how much have you feel you have grown since you know? being a, a, a freshman and kinda um like not taking a, not I wouldn't say taking a back seat. That's like uh not what I'm looking for, but you know, really uh coming up I should say, Henry and then now, you know, okay, now it's double truck. you know, you know, now it's, you know, a dynamic duo. And then, you know, along with Jay it was makes it, you, you know, even uh a trio now, but more so, the duo with with you and Ken, like you know, instead of going from okay, I'm up under her now this year, you're equals basically.
5: Um, I think I've grown a lot. Uh, by beginning year, it was kind of it was kind of rough. Um, I know I would say that and um, like kind of let the show go to everybody else. Um, kind of. I passed the ball a lot, a lot, my freshman year, sophomore year. Um, but this year, I think I've grown a lot. Like, like I kind of kept my composure more than my first year. Um, and I kind of helped a lot out this year because my mom was like, okay, it's time, like, to, like, get out of that kind of waiting and stuff. So I really just figured out, like, okay, if I hang off
0: it will be better. Okay.
3: Now, you know, playing, um, like, basically under uh, a sort of a somewhat of a spotlight, you know, um, your entire game against a depth or game, you know, in front of a packed out of prep against Country Day and, you know, now with the state tournament, you know, the feeling you have while you're playing in those type of games, you know, that, you know, are the nerves down or are you, are you more amped for those type of games or are you, you know, compared to years past, you know, are you finding yourself more amped for those days? Like, yeah, I want that instead of kind of being reserved.
5: Um, no, I want every game, but those type of games I really want because it really shows the type of player I am in those games. Um, It shows what can I do uh, when it gets tough or – um, how can I kind of keep my pace throughout those games? So, when those games come, I'm really ready and really amped for it, um, especially playing against teams that have something like ours. Um, I just want to show people, like, what can I do that can set me aside from the person that's guarding me?
3: Ben, you have a question on time in um, Well,
2: yeah, but this is a little bit more lighthearted. Um, all right, so what's your favorite play that you can think of um, this season? Like, talk us through it. Like, if anybody asks you, like, uh, what what one play can you think of that that involved you that just like sticks out in your mind?
5: Um, it would probably have to be diagonal. Um,
2: not, no goal. no 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 no! Whoa 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 whoa
3: whoa whoa! Oh, oh, hey hey hey! Don't
2: don't give up! No no no! Oh. Don't give oh, you No right. no 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 no! That's G4T classified today. No no no! Oh, yeah yeah okay let let <laughs> me rephrase bad. it. Let let me rephrase it, Jarvis. Oh, I was about to get killed. So I mean <laughs> like like a specific play like you caught somebody on the fast break or you know oh, in yeah, and out okay. you know yeah. Um,
5: <laughs> um I think the play that I will always remember um uh, would be the country day game um the last the last um the camp um that was really memorable for me just because in my brain, I was thinking like nobody's gonna take this ball from me, um so I was thinking like more of more of nobody taking it from me, and if I make this. Make this awesome pass because when they left her open, I was like, okay, if I make this awesome pass and she makes this, that's gonna be so amazing. Um, so that probably is the play that I would think of that has to deal with me.
2: Word. <laughs> right. Um, well, alright, thank you so much, Janae, for coming on. Good luck in the uh in the tournament. Of course, I'm a, I'm gonna be at a couple of
0: games. And, okay. um
3: Hold on, hold on, hold know. on. Before we let go, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So we gotta act. We gotta act this question because we're going to ask every time we have somebody we know on. Yo, who is more wide as
1: a coach, me or Darren?
5: I think you'll have to be Darren. <laughs> <laughs> what? Thank
1: you. Thank you. All right. Wow. All right. Thank you All for right. having me. <laughs> no problem. No, <laughs> right, nah, Okay. All right, so let's let's get something clear. Uh, thanks, thanks
2: for Janae uh, coming on, by the way. But let's get something clear. Janae hasn't played for me um, in a while, okay? So of course we had her, or her in her freshman year, me, Coach Ahart, and you know Eric. That was the staff. That was squad. Um, I I was a young coach back then. She hasn't seen me
0: <laughs> improve.
2: She hasn't seen a new improved Coach Daring, um, and
3: uh, yeah, so she's just happy to catch you on all your and all your uh moments. Yeah,
2: I mean when she played for me, you know, I had a lot of moments. That's when I was a young coach.
3: Okay, so when the so when Indiana happened, like she just so happened to be there. She didn't see the other part where you were called. Actually, you all weren't in attendance for that
2: game, so in my mind, it didn't happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man,
3: yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, that, that, that that the class B man. I'm done with you, though.
2: <laughs> First off, everybody knows the the rest at speech are terrible, terrible. Okay. So, whatever. And for the people listening, long story short, um, my girls had got filed like four or five possessions in a row. We are in the double bonus. My team is in the double bonus in the first. It's like 10 minutes left in the half. And we can't get a single foul call. So, you know, they filed one of my players. I, you know, stepped onto the court and asked, Politely ask the ref, you know, can we have a foul call?
1: I got a text.
3: And, yeah. Like, don't but I'll put it in my mouth. Like, you stopped a whole fast break, though.
2: Did I get in the way of somebody's fast break? Maybe. <laughs> oh, my
1: um, God.
2: <laughs> that might have happened. Um, you know, but. That's neither to hear there. I'm that's old me. I'm I'm good now.
3: Anyway, okay back to Class B, guys. Cause that Darren there, is a lot right now. Anyway, um, so my pick, um, be Class B, Williamson, um, Country Day, Comstock Park, Divine Child, and I have uh, Country Day come out on top. Third time in four years, you know, Orlando, um, Grace Coach, um, yeah, he does it again. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it for uh, for Class B.
2: You know what? And another thing,
3: you sprinted up
2: a whole court, a
1: whole court. You sprinted the length of a whole
3: court. Hey, look. Look, man, look, that was, un- that was completely justified, though. Oh, I didn't man. get a catch for it, neither. Because the ref patting me on the back said I understood. The other ref who didn't make the call was like, yeah, that was a bad call. Whatever. So we, we, both, have, we
2: both have country day winning. Classy. i I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I have Westphalia and Depsa in a rematch. I have Depsa winning. Uh, there's no point of of going through Class C. I respect all of the Class C teams. I really do. Um, And I understand that Arbor Prep beat DePSA this year. Let me make this clear. There's not a team in the tournament that's going to beat DePSA before they get to Calvin. Do I think Westphalia gives them another good game? Yes, I do. I actually think it's close. I think Westphalia might have might have been prepping all year for that moment. They've come down and played played some good Class A teams. They, I mean, they went and got Renaissance the first game of the year, got them out of there. DePauw wins Class C. I'm I'm not talking about it in depth. Uh
3: yeah, neither. Um,
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, me neither. I'm yeah, not. going to spend a lot of time talking about that one. Um. Uh like like Dan said, much respect to all the other um Class c teams um but thats is just too much. sorry, thats just too much you know playing and simple. um i like I have a rematch up then in West Australia. Um I think it's gonna be a more competitive game than what people think it will be um not to say it's, gonna, sure. be a, it's gonna be a throw like last year. It's not. There's gonna be more competitive than what a lot of people
2: think, though. I I think it's another thriller. I I think West has um and, and just from um the, and again the MHSAA team might be the best thing MHSAA has done, but if, if you look at how they play, um, I I think they have the tools to to not turn the ball over and score from anywhere on the court. Um which that's what you – if you look at all the teams that have given depths a, a good game this year, that's what they've been able to do is not turn the ball over um, and score from anywhere um, and, and be patient. So that that's what I think – that's why I think it will be a good game. Maybe not a thriller like where it comes down to two points, but I, I don't see it getting out of hand at all.
3: But we don't know No, it's not not gonna be out of hand. I I I feel it's gonna be a good game. Um I don't think it's gonna come down to, you know, the the one or two possessions that it did last year, but still gonna be a good game. I think Depths will still win by like eight, you know. Um, yeah, pull away with the ball the with that being said, that De- wins. Yeah. That's really the point of uh depths wins. Win. <laughs> Again, so um. Yeah. So,
2: Class D, boy, we didn't we didn't came a long way since that since that first show where we was like uh, uh Saint Ignis.
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
5: right, Right.
0: <laughs> boy, that that first that first MHSAA preview show,
4: bro. We was so trash. We
2: was so pressed on. <laughs> um. So, uh, now, Class D is still a little bit more difficult. I will admit that. Um, what I will say is, I like Water for Our Lady Lakes to win Class D. I like them a lot, but we always like them a lot. Um, but they, you know, they have to go through a lot of uh, tough games. Um, and then, so if they win their district, which I expect them to, they would have to see um, Marine City Cardinal Mooney, um, which is a really well-coached team. They have athletes. Um, and
4: like, like Coach Dayton was
2: saying earlier, you know, it when you're a Class D in school and you have superior athletes, um, it, it's kind of hard. You know, it, it's kind of hard to be beaten until you see those that other um, well-coached team with superior, you know, athletes. Um, so, um, yeah, I think Lakes makes it to the to the Brazil. Um they win their they win their district and regional and then they'll have to see Burton, uh, which listen um, I haven't seen Burton play a lot. Um, I've only been able to see like thirty second clips on YouTube, um, so I don't know much about them. But I have seen Lakes play. Let me t- <laughs> let me tell you, um, they they're not going to shoot you out of the gym um but they're so patient and i mean their patience kind of cost them um winning against royal oak uh shrine um in in the championship uh, at callahan but you when you have a patient and they're athletic enough to where they can get up and down the court um and they're in Class D, and they play a lot of Class A teams all throughout the year. I, I think they, you know, I, I think they win it. I think they win it. Um, and I, I don't really see a team that would stop them. To be honest with you, um, Cedarville. Cedarville is the only other team that comes to mind, and they would meet in the semifinals um, at the Calvin. Um, but I think they can beat Cedarville because they're they're battle tested. You know, they, they've been down here playing all the bigger schools um, and, you know, obviously have to play Shrine uh, for the second year in a row um, in the postseason, um, and, and that's a tough game. That is a tough game because Shrine is, Shrine is one of those teams that, you know, if they lose a couple of students and go down to Class D, um, <laughs> you're talking about them winning multiple state championships. So I do think um, – that's what i think i, I do think Waterford, water for our lady of lakes win uh class
3: uh d and i have the back and forth and you know that's purely um really from um seeing them more um than uh, the other class d teams um not you know disrespecting uh, the other class i just seen Got to a chance to watch and really break down lakes a lot more um, than the others. But we've done a better job, Class B, of keeping up with everything. Boy,
2: in the middle of the year, I'd be like, Class D, Class D, I need to watch. But, no, <laughs> Cedarville, Cedarville is definitely a team because uh, they're one of those teams that uh, teeter between um, – class D and Class C. Um, you know, they they just play whatever class they're in. They don't you know, they don't angle to stay in one class. So Cedarville definitely um watch out
3: for them. Oh yeah, yeah, no. They're they're you know, don't be surprised at all if they end up winning the thing. Um but yeah when they get their free their their um their pace and um, their length, you know, I think um, will ultimately be the the biggest advantage they have and the thing that's going to pull them through. Well,
1: so for our champions,
2: we talked with Jaden Klobbs. We uh, talked with Janae Terry. We stopped her from giving away, uh, you know, classified information, (laughs) and, um, you know, um, it's going to be interesting. Um, You know, this isn't going to be our last show. I think me and Eric are going to keep this little format that we've had going where, you know, we don't come on for a few weeks and then we just come and talk to you. Definitely want to go through the AAU season this year. Because um, we're we're going a few different spots this year um, with the nation. Um, obviously, you know, playing some of the best events, so we see some of the best players in the nation. We want to bring that to you, uh, you know, on a bi-weekly, tri-weekly basis. And
0: um, yeah,
2: you know, um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. We, we're we're gonna lock down on the WNBA podcast. Um, this year as well, um, we're making some moves that will announce shortly, but um, you know we'll we'll have that as well.
3: Oh yeah, and you know we keep the tapes coming, so y'all want a mixtape? Hit us up. Very we might have something to dropping tonight. Might not. We might. We might. We might yeah. not. We can see, but very, very, very reasonable, though. So, just hit us up. Just hit us up.
0: Hours.
1: <laughs> All mm. right, man. Y'all be easy.
3: We out. Good luck to everybody, man. <laughs>